Ben, why are we drinking Pinot Noir? (laughs) (laughs) That is a great question. Well, Dave, we are finally jumping in to one of our favorite films. It was in the top 50 blockbuster mentality movies. Often talked about, often referenced. Often referenced, often saying, oh, we got to do that movie. We got to do that movie. But we are doing Sideways from 2004, and it's a film about wine. Yeah. And I'm not a big wine guy, Dave. Neither am I. We'll see if we can actually finish this bottle. (laughs) (laughs) I've only sipped this one glass. Yeah. Tastes good. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Good choice. This is a a Clos Dubois. (laughs) Uh, A Clos Dubois. A a 2015. This one also is from California. California. Pinot Noir. California, where this film is based out of in wine country. Yeah. Uh, Paul Giamatti, Thomas Hayden, Church. And yeah, this is not a movie that uh, I would typically say, oh yeah, I got to see that film. I got to see this film about wine. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like maybe the same for you. I have an oddly personal relationship with this film. Absolutely. And at first blush, it doesn't seem like one that I would love. Right. And I think even the marketing for this movie made it seem like almost like a rom-com sort of. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the the marketing for this movie was very different than what the actual film turned out to be. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, this this is one that if you haven't seen it, you definitely got to check it out. It's, uh, it's more than meets the eye. It's more than uh, what you think it is. It's... Uh, it can, it can it can you know lean on the pretentious side I'd oh, say you know it's uh, but we lean on the pretentious side with the with the movies we like uh, I'm yeah. definitely going to make that analogy later with uh, how he feels about wine uh, and how we feel about movies it definitely has those uh, <laughs> those parallels there um, yeah when you get some idiot you know going on and on and on about something that he likes right uh, yeah you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all about people being passionate about something Absolutely. you know and that's uh, that's well that's what you're interested in you're interested in what other people are passionate about so this puppy's um, directed by alexander payne alexander who i think we payne. have kind of a I don't want to call it love hate, but he's hit or miss. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. I loved, loved, loved the Descendants with yeah, George Clooney. I think that's a movie we need to to dive into. Uh, he also did uh, Nebraska, which uh, came that. in 2013. I I did end up uh, watching that the year that came out because I always try to see you know all the Best Picture nominees. So I watched that last minute that before the Bruce Oscars Dern? with Bruce Dern, and it's it's good. Laura it's, Dern's uh, father, right? Yeah, Lauren Dern's Laura Dern's father. It's it's. Uh, Pretty pretty lighthearted and uh, it's it's an easy watch I'd say okay. not not something I would probably go back to a lot kind of not not very memorable but it's it's decent. Um, I think we mentioned downsizing. Another one of us really liked that. Yeah, movie. that was I wanted to like that, especially the the marketing campaign for that one. It was all over every movie we went to. It seemed like that that trailer was before it, so I was yeah. definitely excited for it. I had to see it, and uh, yeah, just did not work for me at all. Exactly. Um, he also came out with. Uh, he did about Schmidt with uh, Jack Nicholson, which I never saw. Me either. Uh, Jack Nicholson and Kathy Bates. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's uh, the the descendants and, and and with sideways. I mean, this is definitely. Uh, I mentioned election to you as one I'd like to maybe oh, do with Matthew Broderick. Right? Yeah, that's. I remember you talking about that one. I I never did. That's a good one. Seeing that one. That's a hit. Okay. Not a miss, definitely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to check that one out and and dive into that one. Um, so, I mean, obviously, like I said, this this stars Paul Giamatti, Thomas Hayden Church. Paul Giamatti, what's uh, what are your thoughts on he's on this guy? One of my favorite actors alive. Yeah, he, absolutely. He's he's just good in everything he's in. You know, he's uh, it's effortless for him. I mean, he's so good, and he's like kind of a strange looking fellow. Yeah, it, yeah. It doesn't bother you, you know, like he's a lead, right? Yeah, even it, though he's. Not yeah, it doesn't not take, attractive or handsome or you know what I mean. Not it, someone you want to be. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's he's not the he doesn't have the looks. You know, he's not he's not a Brad Pitt or George Clooney or anything. Mm-hmm. He's just a almost an everyday man. Definitely. You know, kind of. So I think that's what kind of makes him more relatable, I guess. And I, I think that's why he hasn't had many starring roles. I think he's more of a character actor. Whatever. Kind of like Steve Buscemi. You yeah. know, he's 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 you know. Uh, I don't know if it's a curse or a blessing. You know, there isn't uh, a single thing I've seen where Paul Giamatti doesn't just take over the screen. Right. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's got such a presence. You know, he's so powerful with his uh, his delivery yeah. and his. I don't know, just the the way he his little touches he puts on in his characters. Yeah. You know, uh, it's uh, yeah, always impressive. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and he's again, he's got such small parts in in little movies. I mean, he's in the Truman Show. He's in Saving Private Ryan. He was in the Planet of the Apes with Mark Wahlberg as one of the monkeys. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's I one of the apes. That. Um, so yeah, he's he's had he's had little roles um, here and there, and he's it seems like he's been he pops up everywhere since like the mid nineties. <laughs> And, and a perfect uh, role for him in this. I oh, mean. absolutely! I think this this totally fits him so well. It's, uh, you know, neurotic, ne- almost, yeah, neurotic. Maybe? You know, kind of loner in yeah. a way. Then you got Thomas Hayden Church, who Very good. obviously you know from Wings. You know, from the <laughs> the TV show Wings back in the day. Yeah, I mean that's really all I know. I mean, I know he was in Spider Man Three as Sandman uh, back yeah. in two thousand seven, but that wasn't you know that was a I, terrible movie. So <laughs> I wouldn't really say I'm a fan of his, but uh, right. I like him very much in this film. Yeah. Yeah, me too. This uh, he was nominated for best a- uh, actor in a supporting role oh, really? uh, for this movie. Yeah, for, for the Oscars. So he was nominated for this. So at least he got uh, that bit of recognition. So that was uh, good to see. Then we get Virginia Deserved. Madsen as uh, Maya and uh, Sandra O oh as Stephanie. What did you yep. think of these two ladies? I thought they were great. I think uh, Maya was a great casting choice. I want to say one of those. Two were nominated as well. Yes, uh, Virgi- Virginia Madsen was also nominated for Best Performance by an Actress in okay. a Supporting Role. Uh, so yeah, I thought she was great, and I thought Sandra Oh was a great choice for them. So I, all, all four of the like, the main cast, I thought, were brilliant. Sandra Oh, I really only know her from Grey's Anatomy, where yeah. she's kind of annoying. Uh, mm-hmm. And in this movie, she's great. She's yeah. sort of flirty and right. sort of a free spirit. Yeah, hippie-ish. Really, yeah, yeah. like her in this a lot. Yeah. And uh, Virginia Madsen, perfectly cast, yeah. opposite uh, Paul Giamatti, Miles. Right. She has this, uh, well, he's sort of crazy, mm-hmm. um, anxious, nervous, depressive right. sort of thing. And she has this calmness right. and warmth about her. Yeah, she's like a ray of sunshine on his like sad yeah. shadow. You Absolutely, know what I, mean? I mean, you really get that. I love that one scene when they're talking while uh, Thomas Hayden Church and Sandro are hooking up, and so they're kind of talking on their own. Yeah. And you know, she's talking about how wine peaks, and you know how good it is when it when it does finally peak. And uh, you know, obviously the parallels with with him. You know, it's uh, it, it, but that monologue she gives is just so well delivered and uh, just really sucks you in well this is perfect because uh the miles character well okay so just to sort of set the stage as uh miles and jack paul giamatti and thomas hayden church are best friends or good friends mm-hmm. i think uh thomas hayden church is about to get married and the week before they're gonna go up to wine country just the two of them to go out have some wine play golf relax sort of like his bachelor getaway right and uh, Paul Giamatti, he's got he loves wine. Right now, he is a wine. He's almost more than a wine snob. 
he's like a wine he could be like a wine professor. No, absolutely. And that's it. Even Thomas Hayden Schertz tells him, you know, after they're going through a lot of the, the wine tasting and stuff, it's like, why don't you work at one of these places? Yeah. You know, why don't you, you know, do, you know, go up here and do that. And, uh, yeah, the, 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 definitely polar opposites these two characters i mean you got thomas hayden church who's just looking for a good time and yeah. paul giamatti's trying to show him a good time but with what he likes you know with what you know he's trying to get him to actually appreciate the wine and you know what's uh, what it takes to make it and how you know different grapes are you know right. miles has an appreciation for these things right and jack just wants to get drunk right exactly you know, that sort of thing and that's yeah. kind of the difference between these two characters and miles loves Pinot Noir. Yeah. He has a deeply personal relationship with Pinot Noir, which it sort of becomes, um, Miles is Pinot Noir. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. the way, I mean, uh, this isn't this isn't a secret knowledge, but the movie kind of, it becomes a symbol of who he is. It says it needs... Uh, uh, Constant care. Yeah, it needs like a certain yeah. nurturing and, 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 and right kind of cultivation. It can't, it's, it can't, it has, it's thin skin. Right. It needs a nurturing hand, yeah. and that's, he's describing himself. Right, yeah, it can't thrive in yeah. any place. It needs, yeah, constant attention. It's, uh, it's not you, like Cabernet, where you just throw it out and right. it grows. And yeah, it even, even, if, even if it's neglected, yeah, it still grows, whereas Pinot, the Pinot grape does not. Uh, so then is he Pinot, and Thomas Hayden Church is kind of the cab? He's kind of like That's what it seems like, yeah. Bill. I mean, he can, he can, you know, adapt to any situation. Again, he's an actor, so he, you know, can... Uh, 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 like I said, adapt to anything. Yeah. He can he can act his way out of anything, talk his way out of anything. Whereas uh, Miles, it's not so easy for him. You know, he he he. You can tell when he's upset about something. You can tell when <laughs> he, he's it. down. Yeah, he, he shuts he, down exactly. Totally, yeah. Exactly. I want to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's 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 just it's cool how they show those two two personalities, and they're both relatable. I mean, I think we both have you know those sides of ourselves where we can be more like. The Thomas Hayden Church character, more outgoing and stuff, but there's parts of everyone or parts of us that, you know, are more subdued and are, are like that <laughs> Paul Giamatti character. 100%. Where we don't want to talk to anyone, we just want to be left alone and, you know, it's... Uh, and it, sp- it spirals out of control, in a sense, for the miles. And, right. and I've been there where you get sad and, you know, anxious and obsessive about things, and there's really no getting you out of it. You right. need, like, another person to help you. And that's what's been missing. I mean, he's recently divorced. So, Miles is recently divorced. Well, maybe about a year ago. Right. And uh, Jack is getting married. So, one's getting out of marriage, the other's getting into marriage. Right. The Thomas Hayden Church character, he's, his sense of commitment is not very strong. Right, Let's yeah. He's, he's definitely kind of a sleazebag. You know, he's trying to, you know, screw screw someone before he actually gets married. He yeah, just well, wants to get laid and get Miles laid. You know, that's what this weekend's about for him. Whereas Miles, it, the weekend's about their friendship and about, you know, celebrating with each yeah. other. Yeah. It's great because Thomas Hayden Church is like, I'm going to get you laid, Miles. But really, I think he doesn't really care if Miles gets played. It's almost like he was saying it so that he could make himself feel better because he really just wants to get right. himself yeah. laid. Yeah, like that's something like it seems like he would say if Miles was still married. Like, yeah. oh, come on, let's get you laid, too. And then, yeah, again, to make himself feel better. But, uh, but yeah, but I like how Miles definitely lets him have it, you know, especially when uh, Hayden's fiance is trying to call him and he says how there's voicemails left for you after he had that night with Stephanie. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, no, call her right now. Like he, he, right? he, he now yeah. he he holds him accountable yeah, you know yeah. um but uh but yeah back to back to passion i love how um you know miles at the beginning you know while they're driving on the way drinking and driving yeah drinking and driving and he's like saying like how this <laughs> this noir you know it's it's great it's such a you know 
he's, you know, going off about this noir. He's so like passionate about it and talking about it. And Thomas Hayden Church is like, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. While he's opening it, he's Whatever. like, no, don't open it, don't open. It. He's like, mm-hmm, yeah. And he opens it and not listening, it. not caring. Yeah. Uh, Miles is also a novelist, and yeah. he's uh, trying to get it published, and he's trying to get feedback from Jack. He's like, "What do you think of the new ending?" Yeah, he was like, "Well, definitely much better ending." Yeah, yeah. Like, there wasn't a new ending. Yeah, <laughs> you never read. You don't care. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So he do- he doesn't care about you know what he's saying about wine. He doesn't care about uh, you know what uh, what his novel is. So you know, yeah, he's a good friend, but obviously he doesn't doesn't you know dive into the things he's likes, and that's what I was kind of kind of talking about with. Um, how we feel about movies and how, you know, because I want to talk about a movie with someone who's not like really well into it. And they're just, I can tell they're just kind of humoring me. And, 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 and <laughs> it's like, I really like this part. Yeah, of the movie. Okay, whatever. yeah exactly. <laughs> like, and there's nothing wrong with that. People, no. you, you like what you like. And you don't, they have a passion that right. they're interested in. You would be, it, your eyes would glaze over too. It, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just like, but it kind of reminded me of that. It's just like our, our passion for movies and might not necessarily float everyone else's boat. Like they're looking yeah. for the, that action flick that, you know, just, I mean, I was entertained. I thought it was pretty good. Kind of like Thomas Aiden Church, every wine he tastes. That was pretty good. That's right. I mean, they go to that one wine tasting with Sandra O, oh, and one of the the cabs, I think, he loves it. And just, it's fine. And he doesn't really care anyways. Who really does? I mean, there are some people out there that are going, there are many of them. But most yeah. people, even, you know, myself, I mean, unless it tastes like shit. Right. Like, I can understand that it's not great, right. but I can accept it. Yeah, I'm going to still drink Miles it. Miles is, is dumping that thing in the swill bucket. Right, yeah. You know, it doesn't, <laughs> this is not my favorite. Whatever, he's so like dismissive and condescending. Mm, I think it was pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah. It's it's, a, that contrast, though, of yeah, what people are passionate about and what they like devote their time to. Right, yeah. There. And, and obviously, Miles is just looking for that connection with someone. You know, obviously, he finally gets out with uh, Maya uh, uh, towards the end when she she does read his read his book. Um, That's who he is. He's a yeah. complicated guy, and he needs someone else that can relate to him on, right. that, on that level. And he's right. having a hard time getting that. Another thing too, I noticed, and well, in the beginning. Uh, Miles basically wakes up. He's late. He's supposed to be there at eleven. I think it's like six of eleven. <laughs> yeah, he's way late. Right. He like takes a dump and reads a book, takes a shower. Yeah, he goes, says gets yeah, coffee right after he says like I'm on my way. He like he's, he's taking his time. Yeah, like you said, he's, he's taking a shower. He's flossing his teeth. Like anyone in a rush doesn't floss no. their teeth. I'm sorry. <laughs> Those are the whole the whole routine extended. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. St- yeah, and you're stopping at like a Starbucks or something. And I felt um, I could kind of relate because I tend to be more late than early yeah and i think what's going on is he's distracting himself it's a way of putting off what you need Mm -hmm. to do and i think that's what's going on with this character he's in he's been rejected right he can't dig himself out of this hole and then he's gonna have to celebrate his buddy's upcoming wedding and that's gonna be hard for him right and he's kind of putting off just showing up and being there for his friend because he's dealing with his own stuff right no, oh, that yeah, was interesting. definitely. <laughs> he's playing. He's doing the crossword puzzle yeah. while he's driving. And, it's pure you know, avoidance. Yeah, right? absolutely. You're, not yeah. Even, you're 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 supposed to be doing something, and you're doing anything you can to get your mind off right, yeah. life and reality. So I mean, yeah. So you I mean you kind of feel bad for Miles because no one's paying attention to his passions, you know, <laughs> yeah. his book and his his wine. But then at the same time, like you know, this is important to Jack. You know, he wants him to be there. You know, at a certain time, and he's just taking his time. You know, so I mean, it's like he 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 does the same thing to him. You yeah. Know? As like kind of sleazy as Thomas Hayden Church is in this movie, and he is. Um, but I think Miles would be the last guy you'd want to 
you'd want to take you to a bachelor yeah. getaway, right? <laughs> Absolutely. It'd be it's such like, a... Can such we get a, someone else? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it'd be <laughs> such a downer. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, I guess, then you know, that kind of touches on loyalty and stuff. You know, you're, you're going to yeah. be loyal to the, you know, your friends and your your people you, you know, know and, and love. Um, even, you know, the stuff that annoys you about them, you know, you're going to you're gonna stick with them still. So, um but uh, I don't know. There's just something about this movie that there's like a mood. To yeah, it. like I'm just like I'm. It's it's a little over two hours, I think. And yeah. it, it just it flies by for flies me. By. The the music is really good. Yeah, I love the score. It's in this sort movie, of just yeah. like a nondescript soundtrack going on. Right. They're yeah. Moving, or they're driving. There's just a nice pleasantness right. to the music behind them. The dialogue is really good. Um, just the. The interaction mm-hmm. between all the characters, every line is great. Yeah, and some of the shots in Wine Country are very oh, definitely well done. I want to do this. Right, <laughs> I want to go do what they do. I did. know. Same here. There's probably out there like a sideways wine tour. Yeah. I bet there is. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, that 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 stuff's all cool. <laughs> I, I do have to break when when they're about to go out with uh, Sandra O oh and uh, and and Maya. <laughs> Jack is kind of giving him a pet talk, and he's like, "Even if they pick Merlot, I, <laughs> even if they pick Merlot, I don't want you to say anything. I'm not going to drink Merlot." He's like, "Paul Giamatti starts freaking out about that. It's just uh, so great. Like he's just that's you know the the pretentious side of it. You know, just like I will not drink Merlot. <laughs> it's so great. Now he just goes off on him over that. Yeah, you know, noir or bust. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then, uh, oh yeah, we also we learned which I didn't know is that the the red comes from the the color of the skin because mm-hmm. they had that that champagne in the beginning and it was it's white yeah he said it's pinot noir and yeah. I, even i when the other one i first saw it i was like wait isn't pinot noir supposed to be red and that's exactly what jack says he's like he's like, like you what? don't want to be making these kinds of comments we're <laughs> yeah. you're an idiot. Like, oh, i guess we're all idiots yeah. <laughs> i have no freaking idea <laughs> what a snobby thing to say <laughs> he's a snob yeah absolutely he's definitely a wine snob <laughs> Um, but I love when uh, I love the stuff you know when it gets more emotional when he finds out his wife is remarried like he wants to just leave then he goes like running down the hill with the bottle bottle of wine I like love freaking that. out that's so great such a nice uh, well, emotional touch yeah here's the dilemma um, Jack is getting married obviously and uh, they're inviting the ex-wife yeah Miles knew about that but what he didn't know is that she got remarried yep and then we found out at the end she's pregnant yeah. with that guy's kid uh huh. And he's like, when were you going to tell me? He's like, well, if I told you before, you wouldn't have gone on this trip, which is true. Yeah. He's like, what absolutely. better time to tell you, like, here? Yeah. But I just love how, well, he goes into the car. I want to go home now. Like, the first thing, he's like a, like a child. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. He uh, needs that constant nurturing. He needs that constant care. Just yeah. Just like the Pinot Grape, you know? Um, Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, I love when he's running down the hill drinking the wine. He needs patience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, you have to be patient with him and, and everything like that. Um, and, uh, but the reward is, is worth it, presumably. Yeah. If you give him this nurturing, this and, and if you're patient and nurture this grape, this person, the result will be will be worth it to you. Right, yeah. And and I think that's uh, with everyone, you know, no matter what your personality, if you're patient with people and you, you know, put the time in to actually work with them and... It just requires a certain kind of person yeah, to actually even, be willing to do that. Exactly. Even yeah. relationships, you know, if he, if he was willing to put, you know, make changes in, in his relationship, put work into it, you know, the rewards could have been greater, you know? Definitely. What, uh, what do you think about the stuff with his mom? It's weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, there's not much of a relationship there. Right. And then I'm thinking about nurturing. That's kind of a mother figure. Right. And he goes and sees his mom on the birthday. 
he doesn't know how old she is. Right. He just knows it's her birthday. Shows up basically because she happens to be on the way to wine country. Right. Just happens to be, yeah. He's picked up some cheap flowers from like Walmart or, or just, you know, some somebody, <laughs> right. uh, a stand on the side of the road. Yeah. He's filling out the card as they're walking up to the door. And then he goes and he steals money out of her yeah, drawer. Yeah, like a thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not a... That was a real low point. And obviously he has something, there's something going on with that relationship there, you know, that he feels, because obviously he went there for that, I would assume so. He went there because he wanted to get money from her. Yeah, I think so too. And look how, how over the moon she was for Jack. Right. About him being famous right. and being an actor. She's not that really into yeah, Miles. Well, because well, she's like tells Miles, like, when are you going to get married again? Oh, yeah. you should get ba- back together with your ex-wife. She was so wonderful, you know. Um, asking him if he needs money after he already grabbed the money, you know. He's she's, too proud. Yeah, very, very proud. He'll never admit that he needs help. I, and I think there's something, there was, he had more of a connection with his father, it seems, I gathered. You know, that, he, that picture he looks at of him and his dad. Yeah. There's he, kind of a pause, and he's kind of looking, and he, even his book kind of parallels his life and how he, there's, there's a man taking care of his dad after he had a stroke. So it seems like he had a connection with his dad, and yeah. his dad kind of maybe supported him more, supported his art more that's that's what i got from it anyways um well now i'm thinking and i should probably know this but when maya called him at the end of the movie and said well, i don't know about the father character something about a suicide or something yeah else? yeah it's it's kind of left uh yeah she says it's like left on on resolved or whatever but i i, I don't know if that's because the reference book was, was supposed to be somewhat autobiographical right yeah so autobi- yeah autobiographical but I don't know. I don't think his dad. I think it might have been referring to him because the oh. the way the story was going, it's like I wouldn't be surprised if this guy ended up kill, if Miles ends up killing himself. You oh, know. Okay. I don't know if that's what it was. And Miles has suicidal thoughts sometimes. Left um, a little bit unclear. Well, yeah. assuming he does. Well, I mean, it's left unclear too because he knocks on the door, and that's when the movie ends. We don't know if she answers. We don't know how things end up. You know. Uh, right. And I like how the movie starts the way it begins. It starts with someone knocking on his door. Um, gotta move your car. Yeah, gotta move your car, and then it ends with him knocking on someone else's door. Well, since you mentioned the end, there's no point dancing around it. Um, what do you think of the end of this movie? Poetic, yeah, in a way. Uh, I, I, I lean towards, I guess, somewhat bittersweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would. It's definitely bittersweet. It's um, open ended, though. Yeah. Because you have this character who's in a hole when we meet him. And the way I see it is he sort of has dug himself out of that hole, and we don't know what's going to happen next. But he's got a better than even chance to right. make himself okay. Yeah. I mean, even if they don't work out, at least he's in a better spot than he was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he's willing to work more. And I think he's really found someone who's truly interested in him because she leaves that voicemail describing the book. You know, this is someone who actually took the time to read his book, to read his work. And it kind of takes me back to um, the beginning when he's talking to Jack's fiance's family. And yeah. the guy's like, oh, is it nonfiction? He said, oh, no, it's fiction. And he's like, oh, well, I think there's more about this world. I don't like stories of people that just made, you know, make things up. Uh-huh. And it kind of got me thinking about just um, how people don't actually appreciate art you know and appreciate actual creativity what goes into actually making something whether yeah. that, whether that be making wine or making movies or making art or making music you know people don't truly appreciate you know what what goes into that and that creative outlet um 
you know, uh, and that's kind of what Jack's character is too. He doesn't appreciate, he doesn't truly appreciate the stuff. He just wants to get drunk off of it. He just wants to, you know, <laughs> he just wants to live life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But uh, so these are all forms of rejection. Right. Yeah. In terms of Miles' work, now yeah. his wife rejected him as a person, and then everyone all rejected his right. work. Yeah. Except for Maya. Maya, yeah, she calls. Yeah, like I said, leaves that voicemail about actually. She actually went through the book and and read it. Had questions about it even, and uh, and then this is after he he finds out that um, his ex wife is pregnant, and you know he leaves the wedding and goes and gets that bottle of wine. He said he was saving for their tenth anniversary. The sixty one Cheval yep. Blanc or whatever. It's yep, called. and sixty ones are peaking right now. Interesting conversation that he has with Maya about this. The, we're going right, on yeah. the, the, the Pinot Noir thing, mm-hmm. which was great, and then he bombs ruins it yeah this is a moment where you just kiss the girl yeah instead he she's like holding his hand and he's like oh yeah well there's other some other varietals that i also like and then he realizes he screwed up he's like where's the bathroom yeah and where's he, riesling yeah well that, then he then he you know washes his face and stuff and then like Idiot. all right now i'll kiss her and then it's like yeah eh, the moment's late. passed bro it. yeah, yeah. You had he to didn't do understand it. what he was what was going on yeah, in that abs- moment. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, but the six they're talking about the sixty one. He's like, I've got because they're going through uh, Sandra O's uh, wine yeah. uh, fridge, and they're like, what, Can we open? She's like, Open anything, but there's one other thing. Right. I mean, everyone's drinking this great wine. Right. You know, it makes me want to get into it a little bit because you can taste something that's really good. I mean, the right. way Maya just describes wine is something that's living. It's a living thing. Yeah, that was part of her monologue I was talking yeah. about. Yeah, just how. It's just like wow, you don't you don't think of that like that, you know. It's just like it, it know, has a life. Whatever day you open it up, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna taste different, you know. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna be different. So that but, that was cool. And they're talking about the sixty one, and Miles has been saving it, which he was going to open for him and his wife's tenth anniversary. anniversary. Yep. And there's an interesting bit there where Maya's like, "Well, it's it's peaking. You wanna you wanna open it, then it's gonna start degrading, right?" And I think again, this is another parallel to Miles. I'm thinking 1961. I bet this character is about born yeah. in 61. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I. 71, thought. 81, 91, 2001. That's 40. He seems about 43. Yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He's peaking. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Don't waste it. Right. You know, yeah. you're you're holding on. Yeah, because you're holding on to something that's like more in your mind than what's yeah, real. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. The, each day you let it go on, it's going to get worse and worse. Right. You know, and that's you're, him. Yeah, absolutely. He's holding on to this thing that he needs to do. Right. This, you know, he was going to wait for whatever. And she's like, the day you open it, that's worth celebrating in itself. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. It's, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's just like, yeah, her her bringing up about the wine, and <laughs> that is uh, when I started thinking about, man, this movie's a little pretentious, but I, I love it. That's why, why I, I, know. Lo- I love about it. I you feel know? Like, it's just uh, like I, I could see someone watching this and be like, oh, corny, you know, <laughs> lame. Uh, but, I can uh, too, but I can't resist I it. For exactly. some reason, it, yeah. it has deep meaning for Absol- me. I, I totally identify with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, opened, he, he goes to the wedding. Yeah. Meets the ex-wife after the wedding, and they're all going to the reception. He's like, "No, yeah, <laughs> just turn- everyone's yeah. turning right." He turns left. Yep. Goes to the house, gets the wine, goes to like some burger shack. Yeah. I love this. 
it's it's so great because yeah typically that kind of wine you're gonna want with a perfect meal you know right. and i love that it. it's just as like dinky burger place he's eating like onion rings this, <laughs> this crappy Grease, burger smelly you know and drinking uh, out of a styrofoam, styrofoam cup. cup drinking this wine you know and that's kind of what their relationship was you know it's like that you were saving it for that relationship so why give it the proper send-off well i'll say this though maybe he's past pretension yeah all the pretentiousness that we've been watching and hearing about to this dialogue has basically been stripped away. And he's like, no, it's just really fucking good. Right. And I'm going to drink this for me. Yeah. And it's great. And I'm not going to, you know, like you said, I'm not going to have the perfect meal and the perfect setup and the perfect glass right. and the perfect, put it in a snifter or whatever, yeah. if that's even the right term. You know, I'm not going to go through this whole process. Right. I don't care. I'm going to drink it out of a goddamn styrofoam cup because it's just freaking great. Right. Yeah. It's all just stripped away. Yeah. That. Yeah. I like that. It's it's for me. It is for yeah. me. Yeah. That's that's great. And that's that's what's so relatable about this character too is just he's not just this snobby wine guy who yeah. must have the finest. You know, he, he he doesn't live in a fancy apartment. He doesn't live in. But I think he was closer yeah, he, to that guy yeah. in the beginning than yeah. the guy that ends up at the end. Yeah. I'm yeah, just going to enjoy this for itself. Right. Yeah. But he's got to start doing it for him. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's some growing with that character there. Because that pretentiousness, I'm just going to go for one more second. No, please. <laughs> that pretentiousness is trying to get approval from others. Right. Trying to impress others. Right. And he's like, no. <laughs> no. No. You right. gotta drop that. Yeah. I bought that I didn't buy this so other people could be impressed by me drinking it. I right. bought it for well me and my wife, but now it's just for me. Right. I'm gonna have it for me. And I'm yeah. gonna have it the way I like to have a greasy yeah. cheeseburger and have your drinks. There you go. Eat what you love, do what right. you love, you know, it, be real. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's just yeah, again, it's it's definitely poetic in that way. So I mean it's it's great because then he does that and then he you know, I think then he gets the voicemail from her and then he goes and drives out to her and knocks on the door and that's when the credits roll. Um Fantastic. Absolutely. I think um, it's just a fantastic ending. He really sort of is. got yeah. himself out yeah. of this spiral yeah. he was in. Finally get someone who appreciates him for him, appreciates what he appreciates and yeah. So do you think that they're gonna be together or does it not even matter? I don't know if it matters. No, I think yeah. I agree. Um, he's gotten over what he needed to get over. I mean, he was hung up on this relationship, and now he's he's able to move on. He was able to open that bottle of wine, you know, that bottle of 61, yeah. you know, Pinot. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I, think he's, I think he's past that, you know? What, uh, what about the Jack character? He, he decides we should talk a little bit about oh, him. Oh, absolutely. And this sort of dual, dual like, personalities going on. This guy just wants to bang everything he can. Yep. He's, uh, he, 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 Miles, um, is kind of living in the past. And, uh, I think Jack is trying to avoid those mistakes. He doesn't want to have to live in the past and think about what could have been. So I think that's why he wants to get the stuff out of his system before he's locked down. That, I'm not trying to justify it, but. No, I, I would agree because we're not supposed to hate him. Right. We're supposed to. I think we're supposed to identify with him. Yeah, he's uh, he's just different. I mean, yeah, but he's also a, he's he's broken in his in his own way. Right. Yeah. I think the way he feels better about himself is just finding these random chicks to bang. Right. And that's really all he's got for in terms of self esteem. Absolutely. And if he doesn't get that, then he feels like crap. It, actually, he, I think he constantly feels like crap. No, and he I, pretends otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Like he's able to adapt to situations like Cabernet, Cabernet is. He's able to yeah. survive in any any environment. 
Um, I think that's that's what his his parallel is. And then well, he says something about instinct too. It's like that's all I got. I'm an actor, right? Yeah, yeah. which is total bullshit. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, him trying to just make excuses at that point because he's 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 at a low. You know, I think uh, I think their lows come at different points. You got Miles at a low and him at a low, but I think they're kind of at different points in the film. But yeah, Jack 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 talks about how you know, well, I got a you know work from my father-in-law you know he's got a good company i I need to do that maybe to sustain myself you know he's trying to because the acting is kind of yeah the act yeah he's like i can get commercials here and there but he's getting uh, older right yeah yeah so i mean he's again that's him adapting you know whereas miles you know he keeps telling miles like oh you need to you should you know be you know write another book i'll i'll uh i'll publish it i'll i'll help you with the money and then i'll uh you know you should work at a wine store like this let's move up here yeah yeah let's move up here what is so that all like, about miles can't do that miles is about you know what he's you know i i he's not that i don't want to say careless but he's not that you got a plan. You yeah, you got a plan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you, he's very particular, kind of like the Pinot grape. You know, <laughs> you, 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 he's very thin-skinned. You know, he can't just uproot, uproot and move. So, I mean, and no. I think that's all about, yeah, again, Jack adapting to situations, whereas, you know, if, if Jack was still around his fiance, they didn't have this trip, he would be loyal. He would be faithful to his uh, girl because that's the situation he's in. But now he's going to this other situation, so he's going to adapt to this situation. But and, he gets himself into that trouble though on purpose yeah absolutely the sandra yeah. o character he's like i love you yeah it's like dude <laughs> this guy fall he's like yeah. i want to give up everything for this chick that i've known for like three days right and then she finds out which is kind of a funny scene how how miles accidentally reveals she's like there's a thing going on on saturday do you want some tasting he's right like, no we got to be back for the rehearsal dinner he's doing crossword puzzles oh, just like yeah. comes out of yeah, his just, head yeah just out of you know total accident and everything yeah. he's just you know in living in the moment and yeah, accidentally uh, blows up Jack's spot. Sandra O oh comes and destroys his face. Oh my God! Hits him with a helmet stuff. across the face. Good God! <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> and then what does he do? That's not bottom for him. Bottom no. is to go to this restaurant and he finds this heavy waitress to impress her and bang her. Mm-hmm. And then of course leaves his wallet. Yep. Yeah, he shows up back at the hotel naked because the husband came home, and then he's like begging Miles to go and uh, get the the uh, one of a kind rings that were in his wallet. And Interesting th- speech there because he's like, "I know you don't." Well, at first he's like, "I know you don't approve of me, but I need to do this." And then when he's back, right. and, uh, uh, Miles is laughing, right. cackling. <laughs> I like, know this is the first time he's actually like. <laughs> yeah, it's the first time you see like actual <laughs> humor out of him. It and, is genuinely hilarious. Yeah, he shows it up really, naked. Yeah, yeah it's like how do you not laugh at that? <laughs> And then it's good acting there by Hayden Church when he's like begging him and stuff. Like he's totally rock bottom, and it's just like you totally feel that from him. Like he's desperate at this moment. Like I made mistakes. He's almost like a like a degenerate gambler or right, something like yeah. that. He like he's he does these stupid things. Right, he yeah. finds these women. He didn't want that girl. Well, like he said, he acts on instinct. Yeah. You know, impulse really. Um, whereas yeah, Miles needs to plan everything out. Make sure everything's uh, make sure everything yeah is planned out. But yeah, and then I love how oh know, the car yeah the car he's he's got cause he's got a bru- a bruised nose and he had uh, even a cast on his nose or whatever and you know he's got to explain that. But hey, let's crash. They're driving. He just runs. He just drives into a tree. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but he didn't hit it quite yeah. fast enough. <laughs> So they got to pull it back. Yeah. They got the cinder block. They it's in park. It's like revving up. It throws it in drive, yeah. and the car 
no, it doesn't hit the tree. It <laughs> veers past the tree and falls into like some little gully. Yeah. I crack uh, up at that so scene. So great. And this is after, obviously, he gets the wallet from that house and you, oh, got, yeah. you got the guy That's... running naked trying to chase him down. <laughs> oh, how about this couple? Uh, He's like, you're my little whore. You're yeah. It's like, whoa. This, this, this is a bizarre relationship. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, great, great stuff there. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, then they get married, obviously. So everything, everything works out. I love how Miles is like, how come I didn't get hurt? And, uh, Jack's like, you were, you were wearing a seatbelt. There's gotta be something there, right? Something to talk about. Maybe. I don't uh, know. Am I thinking, overthinking that? Well, it would speak to the characters because yeah. Miles would be the guy wearing a seatbelt. Right. And, yeah. And, uh, Jack would be the one not. Yeah. And that would totally make sense yeah. to the people that know them. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I'll accept that. That works. That works for me. You know, Miles, as much as he is sort of disgusted by Jack, he still likes having him around. Right, yeah. You know? Absolutely. Even though he tells Maya like he was my freshman roommate or something like that. Yeah. There's more than that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's more of There's something about the way these two are drawn together. Absolutely. And I love when they're playing golf and then, you know, they're arguing. Miles like, get back up. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Get away. You know, (laughs) because... Jack just keeps going on. Yeah, just won't stop talking. It's just like, oh my God, it's how I feel about you sometimes. You yeah. know, it's just like, shut up, Dave. Tell me about yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, I love when the guys like hit the ball towards them and then uh, Giamatti hits one back and then <laughs> <laughs> Jack starts chasing him with a golf golf club. Good good little moment there. So you, this, would, you wouldn't expect Miles to do that. No, definitely right? not. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's, yeah then Jack is, they make a good, they do make a good duo. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. That should have been in our top five. <laughs> Movie duos episode we did. I don't know if it was released by now, but hey, this is also one that's not a long movie, right? I mean, it's it's just two hours flat or just over, right? Yeah, and it it ticks by really quick. I know. Yeah, that's. I don't know. Just it just it sucks. It kind of reminds me of the feel I get watching Midnight in Paris. Like it just kind of I'm just like sucked into this world, yeah, and just I'm along for the ride. I guess I don't know if the music makes me think of that or what. I think that could be part of it. Yeah, I, I'm also waiting for. It's almost like you're turning the pages. I want. I'm looking for a reveal. I want to keep yeah. digging. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I want to keep peeling the layers back to, right. to find more out about these people. Definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, anything else uh, you, you could think of with this movie? I mean, I don't I think so. I thought, I'd, um, I think we've kind of covered it all. I think it's just a fantastic movie. It certainly uh, it made our top 50. I don't know where it landed. Yeah. Uh, but uh, somewhere. Somewhere in the 50. Somewhere yep. 150. <laughs> uh, and um, I don't know. I just highly recommend this one to everybody. I think it's just a fantastic, fantastic movie. This really? is one that I can watch over and over and over again. Right. I've probably seen this one like 10 times. Yeah. And when uh, I would happen upon it on TV, I would just, one of these ones where you get sucked into. Mm-hmm. There's something about this movie. Uh, I know. Yeah. Alexander Payne does great with this. And it's kind of how I feel with Alexander Payne's uh, The Descendants. I, I, yeah. I, I get sucked into that and just, uh, you know, I'm a, and that's, that's, that's a harder movie to watch just because of, it's, it's more sad and depressing, but um, but yeah, this this one I, I th- did want to mention also that scene where you know they're drinking. Um, it's like a you know the double date or whatever, and Giamatti just keeps drinking and drinking, and you just like see that despair in his face. You see him just Go going, the dark going downhill. It's like uh oh, calls his you wife, got, yeah, ex wife, and yeah, just uh, you know. <laughs> Not, never good to drunk drunk dial, you know. Never oh. never a good idea. So yeah, that was that was rough. Oh, uh, that then he's spiraling out uh, when they're at the tasting. He just wants a glass of oh, wine. Oh yes, I wanted to. Yes, he's yes, like, yes. Hit it. 
hit me again. It's like, this isn't a bar, sir. He's like, just pour me a full glass. I'll pay for it. Yeah. The guy won't do it. Yeah. And he, he grabs the bottle, pours it himself, tries to get the glass. The guy's fighting him. Then he spills it all over himself. He's like, fuck it. Grabs the bucket and yeah. just starts bah, 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 <laughs> drinking it. <laughs> oh, God. He's just like, yeah, I do not care anymore at this point. See? This movie uh, basically condones or celebrates uh, drunk uh, it, driving. It does. Yeah, <laughs> they, the they do that a lot in this movie. So well, it's really just a part of the plan. Yeah. Mean, there's no with no getting around unless you're yeah. getting hammered and driving mm. around. Well, that was part of the one where they drive north and then as they get drunker, they get closer yeah. and closer to the yeah. hotel. And then getting the barely legal magazine. Well, there's something about the barely legal because he asked the guy for a barely legal, and then uh, the guy's like, "He's like, no, I want the new one." Yeah, he's which means that he's had the old one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I got that one at home. Can yeah. you get me the April issue, let's please? Get the, <laughs> let's get the new issue. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, terrific film. Absolutely wonderful. I, Great. I want to live this film. Yeah, that's I, what I, I want to say. Well, that's because this is our last episode of our marathon episode. So me and Dave again, uh, we described this. I think first in our Spaceballs episode, uh, we took the day off and we just sat and recorded some episodes <laughs> we took the day off work and yeah just uh, marathon some episodes yep. and uh Doing what's most important yeah absolutely and this was the grand finale of that and then and again this is what uh you know when they were when miles and jack were leaving on on their little trip to wine country i kind of felt what this kind of made me feel like what this day is like yeah. so let's finish our pinot noir let's and it, uh, let these fine folks go let's get into my red sub yeah and, uh... Let's do it. So, um, are, so do you think you're more Jack or more Miles? Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I've got a little of both. I think on the out. I think people who like know me maybe at work and stuff think I would maybe be Jack, but I yeah. think personally, I'm more of a Miles. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, you? I'm pretty much Miles all the way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a Miles who doesn't want to let yeah. anybody know he's Miles. That's kind of yeah. my mission in yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can I can relate to both of them. Obviously, not to, you know cheating on my wife or anything, but you know, not to, you know, other Just than make that, that clear. yeah, you gotta make gotta you know say that out loud. But uh, anyways, well, but, I think about you know, yeah. That's, that's yeah, like the, like his, you know, just wanting to enjoy himself and not worry about the, you know, oh, this wine, you know, oh, it's it's got a little funny taste. Like, no, I just want to get drunk and have a good time, you know, so I can relate to that aspect of it. But also I love my art. I love my, you know. Exactly. But, you know, you tend to fill the role that is needed. In other words, if you're with a Miles, you end up becoming a Jack. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You have to be that other person that's be like, come on, man, we're just having fun. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, let's go. And I've been that. I've been both people at, yeah. at times. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. I, that, that, then that's the thing. I don't think it was meant to be, you know, you're this person or this person. No. I think it's you're supposed to see your, a little bit of yourself in both. I think you know? so, too. So Because both and, of them, neither one of them are happy. They're both broken. Right. And, well... Well, Jack, I mean, commits. He wanted to call that whole wedding off. Right. He does go through with it, and that's that's a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that is Sideways. We finally did Sideways, my man. 2004, Alexander Payne. Great to finally dive into this film. And, you know, there's still a lot more here that I'm sure we could unravel and everything. Yeah. So, um, absolutely. But, uh, but, yeah, good good, good show. What, what would you rate this thing? I'm going to give this thing four very solid stars. Leaning on four and a half, Ugh, I don't know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, and then three buckets of popcorn because although it's not very long, I do find it highly entertaining and highly engaging. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, I just, uh, yeah, I'm engaged. Uh, yeah, so I, I give it four stars as well. Um, I give it two buckets of popcorn. I'm, I don't know, mainly just 
for the general moving going audience, I don't see them being as entertained as we might be with yeah, it. So that's that. why I lessen it a little bit. Um, but yeah, personally, yeah, I just I find myself just drawn into this thing and engaged the whole way through. And not only would I call this a recommend, I would say a must watch. Absolutely, yeah. any cinephiles out there, you need to you need to watch this. So. And uh, fans of uh, Paul Giamatti, you will not be disappointed no. in what might be his best performance. Ever, yeah, right? yeah. I mean, this is one of his few, I'd say, leading roles. So, yeah, this is definitely a must-watch for Giamatti fans and must-watch for movie lovers. Funny thing about this movie is that it's 2004, but it feels like it could be 1994. Did you get that feeling, too? Yes, it's very absolutely. Old. Yes. I, the I, fashion. Yeah, the, even, every- even some of the camera like shots. Yeah. Like the, I don't know, the way the camera... Way the you know, certain scenes were filmed seems yeah. not bad, but right, it yeah. looks old. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's definitely dated. I, uh, this obviously comes from a book, okay. so I don't know if the book took place in an earlier time. Maybe I don't know. What are uh, your thoughts? There's a montage, at least split split screen montage. Do you remember this? It goes into like yeah. four different screen. Well, I was curious what you thought about that. It was interesting. I mean, I wasn't too crazy about it, but it was. <laughs> You could tell they were just like experimenting with something, yeah. you know. It wasn't redeem equality was showing the landscape, which yeah. I think was a part of a big part of this Absolutely. movie. Which I, is- sorry, I, lo- I love when all four of them are on that picnic and they show like yeah. kind of the sun in the background and them like all four and just so. Well, I think that's the poster of the movie. Yeah, that's true. Which yeah. is supposed to sell you on this? These four people having yeah. a great time drinking wine in the sun in California. Yeah. That's it's not really what this not movie what it's is. about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I could see how it was uh, falsely marketed. So, uh, what, what do you think the title means? Sideways. I have no Sorry idea. to put you on the spot. Actually, there. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that until just now. Although I did. Um, there's something about um, God. What was I just watching that said uh, how you age a bottle on its side uh, so that you oh, keep okay. the cork wet? Yeah. And I don't know if that's him. that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, a sideways bottle. Yeah, and that's how you preserve yourself. I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll go with that. I just heard that somewhere else. Huh? We'll we'll look into it. Hey, folks, that's my answer. Let us know on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. <laughs> you can follow me at BC Cord. You can follow me at Dave underscore Quist. And be sure to follow us on iTunes and subscribe and review us and any or anywhere you listen to podcasts. But yeah, this was a lot of fun, folks. We drink wine for the first time in the show. Absolutely. Pinot Noir 2015. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. For, for Dave, I'm Ben Secord. And out. as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. Uh,